Hello, everyone, and welcome to the February 2022 Ira Explorer Call Zero Two. Yeah, <laughs> way too many twos. I, I was trying to make that into something and it didn't work. I'm Janine Stanley. I am your director of customer communications. Luckily, I communicate better to the customers than I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> and I have with me our head of IT. Congrats on the promotion, Mr. Ryan Bishop. Thank you. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and happy February. Go Team Fluff. Yes. <laughs> we also have our vice president of marketing, Sandra Marcus. Hello, Sandy. Hi, Janine. Nice to see you again. I feel like when you do that introduction, I should be running through a uh, like through the tunnel. Onto yes. The <laughs> it's going to be the theme tonight. I can see it's a football theme. So yes. So. Um, we are fresh from our celebration of the Super Bowl and especially the Puppy Bowl, as Ryan alluded to. Team and you, Fluff. Uh, you was. also have the, the chief uh, op, the, the chief executive officer of the Rams. Oh, the Wow. <laughs> what are the 49ers going to do about that? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, hello, <laughs> Troy, our CEO. Hello, uh, everyone. And by the way, that's a fantastic uh, shirt or, or top you're wearing there, Janine. Isn't it's, that it's, bizarre? I had no idea it was the exact same color as the you know, Someone's logo. already told you. It's, it's Ira yes. Blue. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> yes, that's so good. weird. I mean, um, and, and folks, it's, and, it's and, like a strange turquoise kind of not quite teal, not quite turquoise, so. Yeah. No, but apparently the perfect Ira blue. So um, it is. It is perfect. This, this will now be my Ira shirt. So I can't resist. Janine is perfect. Well, mm. hey. <laughs> <no. laughs> now all I need is the '80s eyeshadow. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, not good. So we did this little Super Bowl thing uh, over the weekend. We want to thank everybody who joined us. It was huge. Uh, we had tons of fun. The agents were the rock stars of the four hour puppy bowl extravaganza. And then of course we had the Super Bowl pregame entertainment, uh, and the kickoff and the coin toss, not in that order necessarily, and the halftime show, which that was a pretty epic halftime show, I have to say. It was uh, very, very amazing. And let's see, we are going to bring you more of that entertainment. So stay tuned because we will have more live events like that in the months to come. But next month, we're going to be at CSUN, aren't we, Troy? We're, we're going to we be there. CSUN. It's yeah. hard to imagine, right? Like. Uh... Like CSUN for me will always be the start of COVID, which is a terrible thing to say, but that it was kind of right at the beginning and we questioned whether we should go. And as op as optimistic as I was, I'm like, well, I was optimistic. I'm like, ah, oh, this 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 COVID thing, it, it'll it'll pass. Like, you know, yeah, no a couple problem. weeks, we'll be we'll be done. But when I got there, <laughs> God, it was empty and uh dystopian. I mean, that's all you talked and... about. And little did we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was, of course, just about a month after Troy had taken over as CEO. So two years later, uh, CSUN is back in person again. And Troy, you will be doing a, a presentation about Ira in the workplace. And Kevin 
Phelan from our staff will be doing a presentation about IRA in higher education. So uh, check your CSUN schedules if you're going. And we will also have a spot in the exhibit hall and we will do a demo one day. They're going to have a demo right. area and mm -hmm. we are lined up to do a demo, which is pretty We, we hope to bring some more IRA staff. Uh, we may be bringing uh, some of the developers, our designer, like and one of the best parts of CSUN is just the networking, right? Like. Who wants to really hear the CEO talk? It's all about like, what can we talk about off record? What can we, who can we meet? And anyway, either way, uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. Oh yeah, should be good. So if anybody is kind of deciding at the last minute, yes, you really probably should take a look this year. We have another big announcement to add to our Spanish language option in the app for those of you who want to try out our Spanish language beta. We also now have Spanish in customer care, right, Ryan? People can actually call up through the phone system, select Spanish. And not be know, muted. And um, not be yep, muted, correct. yes. <laughs> so you're going to see a little bit of a difference here. So uh, you're going to, when you call our customer care team, you're going to get a couple of options. Um, you can yeah, stay on the line or press one for English, or if you speak Spanish, it will tell you, you can happily press two and all of that will then get translated into Spanish and it will route you to care team members who will speak Spanish. So everything is now there um, and they will be able to help you out. So excellent. Excellent. And so we have been fighting the good fight recently in the effort to make COVID-19 at-home tests accessible. Now, a lot of people are now getting their tests from the government here in the US. So this is a really good time to highlight. And Troy will come to you here in a minute and talk about um, the work that we've been doing and how this is all progressing. But we have partnered with the National Federation of the Blind and we have a report from their president, Mark Riccobono, to play for you today. So, Ryan, if we have that queued up. Yes, ma'am, we do. All right. Oops. Uh, Greetings. This is Mark Riccobono, president of the National Federation of the Blind, and I appreciate the opportunity to address the IRA Explorer community with some important information about our work and partnership with IRA to make sure that all blind IRA explorers have access to important COVID-19 testing information. Let me begin by saying that I have been an IRA explorer really from the beginning. I don't know that I was the first, certainly was not the first, but very early on have been involved with the company's leadership and providing information about the perspective of blind people and potential partnership opportunities with blind people. So I continue to appreciate the development of IRA and the commitment of the company to listen to the priorities of blind people across the country. The National Federation of the Blind knows that blindness is not the characteristic that defines you or your future. Every day we work on raising the expectations for blind people because we recognize that low expectations create obstacles between blind people and our dreams. As America's transformational membership civil rights organization, we seek to ensure that the government as well as others fulfill their responsibilities 
to blind people as citizens of this country and also to protect our rights as equal citizens in this country. And our organization recognized that the Biden administration's distribution of free at-home COVID-19 test kits was an opportunity to transform the landscape for accessible at-home testing in a real way. Unfortunately, and no surprise, the administration did not plan for non-visual access in this important government program. But we do believe that there is a real opportunity to transform at-home testing. And so we have worked to make sure that there is access for blind people to this specific program with the hope of making a bigger difference to at-home testing going forward. In the weeks after the Biden administration announced its at-home testing program, we worked to figure out who in the government would be managing this program and ultimately learned that nobody had been designated. So we wrote to the White House on January 3 of this year. And since then, we have been involved with important conversations with the White House to develop and help the government develop short-term and long-term solutions in this area. And again, our goal is to make sure that blind people have equal access to COVID-19 resources, but also to make a bigger impact in at-home testing in the future. While we're waiting for the government to get its act together and fulfill its obligations to blind people. We didn't want blind people across the country to be without any solutions. And so that's when I came to IRA and said the National Federation of the Blind would like to sponsor a program with IRA to make sure that any blind person who signs up to be an IRA Explorer, whether a paid user or free, can have access to at-home testing information using the IRA system. And we're really happy that we've been able to spin this up very quickly and make this available in its initial phase through March 31st. And at that time, we will reevaluate. I'm hopeful that the government will sponsor this level of access. But if not, the National Federation of the Blind will work on what the next phase is. And I know IRA will continue to be a good partner in that. So we're really happy that all IRA explorers in the United States will be included in this project. If you need access to COVID-19 at-home testing assistance, we do have a form that we've put together to gather some data as part of this so that we can use that in our advocacy back to the government and others about the barriers that blind people face and what is needed for equal access. So we appreciate your taking the time to complete those questions if you're taking advantage of this offer because it's going to make a difference. I do want to let you know that the National Federation of the Blind also makes other resources available. You can access information about COVID-19 tests and other news and statistics that we have pulled together during the pandemic through our NFB Newsline service. And this is a free service that's available to all blind people and you can access it in braille or in audio through online 
or through an iPhone app or via a touchtone telephone. If you're not already a subscriber to the Newsline service, I do encourage you to sign up. Again, it is free. And you can do so by going to nfbnewsline.org. That's NFB as a National Federation of the Blind, newsline.org. Or you can call 866-504-7300. Users can learn how to access the COVID-19 test information at NFB Newsline by visiting the NFB's COVID-19 test information page. That's nfb.org slash COVID tests, all one word, C-O-V-I-D-T-E-S. S-T-S. And you can find a lot of other information on our nfb.org slash COVID test page. Finally, we would really appreciate all IRA explorers getting involved in our advocacy work with the government. You can use your social media to continue to press the government on its obligations to provide accessible at-home COVID testing kits and information. You can follow the Federation's online presence by finding us at NFB underscore voice on Twitter or National Federation of the Blind on Facebook. And you can promote and advance those messages there as well as leaving your own. And we'd also invite you to share information uh, about COVID tests that you have experience with and barriers that you're facing, or for that matter, really good experiences that you come across, particular COVID tests or resources, please send information to us via our communications team. That email address is just communicationsteam at nfb.org, or sometimes I say communication steam at nfb.org, so you remember the S is in there. And finally, one additional note, we've made this program available to all IRA explorers, and you don't have to be a member of the National Federation of the Blind. Same is true for our NFB Newsline system. You don't have to be a member of our organization to benefit from these great services. But on a very personal level, you know, I know the impact that these artificial barriers have on us as blind people, as a blind father, married to a blind person. We have three children trying to work with them to test them for COVID using inaccessible tests. It's, it's a real inconvenience and it has an impact on our lives. Fortunately, I'm a member of the National Federation of the Blind and I can tap into the network of expertise and information and experiences that other blind people have. We need your experiences to be part of our movement as well. And so I would invite you to consider joining as a member of the National Federation of the Blind, either through our local affiliate, which you can find information at nfb.org about all these ways to join, through one of our national divisions, or simply as an at-large member of the national organization. Again, visit our website, go to join us. I would welcome your active participation in our movement. We need you to continue to advance the work of our organization 
in making a difference and raising expectations, pressing the government on its responsibilities and continuing to change positively the perception of blindness across the country. So many things we need to do, but we're better when we do them together. Thank you to Ira for allowing us to partner in this project and so many others in the past, and I know so many more going forward. To all of you, keep exploring. Keep knocking down those artificial barriers. And remember, blindness is not what holds you back. Thank you so much, President Riccobono. Fantastic. And in the spirit of transparency, we did reach out to the American Council of the Blind and they were unable to join us today. However, um, definitely we have an effort going here in the US. Please do not forget that we have an IRA promo for those of you outside of the US that you can use for up to 30 minutes a day for assistance with your COVID at home test. I am now gonna throw it over to our CEO, Mr. Troy Attilio, to talk a little bit about our work with COVID accessibility and also sure. what's been going on with you, Troy, besides yeah, mourning your um, 49ers loss. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like, um, who wants to follow Mark Riccobono, right? Like yeah, I know, so, I know. <laughs> so well-spoken. Uh, I was just um, texting uh, Sandra, like I aspire to communicate uh, as clearly as, as Mark does. I think he's, you know, he is an awesome individual and a great leader. And we're, we're really proud to have a close relationship with Mark and, and the NFB. And I'm just going to emphasize a couple things. And sorry if it just belabors it. This, this offer is different because... Um, there's an optional, call it a survey, that the agent helps you complete, probably while you're waiting for the test results. And as Mark said, they're 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 using that that it's very clear in the in the experience. You are, you are asked if you want to option provide this, and we make clear this is the only information we're sharing from the session. We're not sharing any other data. We're not sharing the video. We're not sharing who you are. Like it's just your choice to participate in that survey. But that data really helps. Mark with advocacy, right? So there's there's more than just hey, this is a free service. It's it is helping build the case um, that I think is is just so important, um, you know, for for things like COVID testing, but in general, just raising awareness of what it means to create accessible interactions, especially from our very own government. Like Mark said, right? They have a responsibility to the citizens. We're just happy we can play a part and. Um, like Mark said as well, he has the benefit of insights from the community. We here at IRA also have, call it that benefit or that eye, right? As, as your trusted um, company agents and per privacy, this is just for our eyes only. But gosh, every day we see, you know, through the video with, with my own eyes, um, with my own brain, I, I see all those, all the friction, all of the, many of which can be avoided, right? Like whether it's websites or just, providing a little bit of, um, whether it's braille or tactile information. Um, we just had our company meeting earlier today and we often invite a guest. And so we had someone who recently, after a bit of time was able to advocate for and bring Ira in as a workplace accommodation. If anyone knows uh, Sam, it's, it's Sam Latif from, from P&G. Um, you know, she was able to do that. And she happens to also work on accessibility of PNG products. And, you know, we, we didn't even get into that enough, but I think the point is uh, Ira is a solution, right? That overcomes these barriers. 
but it's also a tool that we'll expand on in again within the limits of our privacy and you know that's our first commitment but with all this information we have i'm always looking for ways to have it provide more value to this community to the industry whether it's just informing people about things they might not understand or taking a more a stronger voice and so every time you use ira know that i'm at least thinking about how do we do that um in, a, in an appropriate way so that um we can have outcomes because the goal isn't to grow ira the goal is to provide a service that helps people overcome barriers but those some of those barriers shouldn't be there right maybe all of them shouldn't be there so so i always think of ira as like a temporary bridge until a permanent bridge can be built and and by you guys you know taking time taking taking the calls um know that that's in, not just in the back of my mind that's in the front of my mind so that's why i'm really kind of passionate about this covid test in addition to you know the the, the privilege of working with with nfb and and maybe i can correct you just a little bit janine you said we're partnering you know nfb reached out to us and i wanted to make that clear too because that's that's a that's a testament to what nfb thinks about ira um as well and, and i'm very proud you know to, to support that yeah we definitely appreciate that outreach and i think as a company all of us are absolutely hoping that there will be some solution to this problem because this is not going to be the first inaccessible type of test that we're going right. to have to deal with and so um and that being said uh anything else of excitement you'd like to tell us about troy at ira well it's not going to be the super bowl i'm sure you know uh. there's plenty of fans ram <laughs> fans uh you know especially um it was a great game i i like the puppy bowl um I thought it was interesting uh, for those of you who saw the, uh, the the Toyota commercial. Now I'm going to forget the name of the. There's there's two Paralympics um, ins who were featured and about their journey and, and overcoming obstacles. I, I think it's always great to see mainstream media appropriately pick up on a on a story like that. Um, and uh, you know we were joking around, but but in half serious, and we look forward to the day we can afford a Super Bowl commercial, right, to, to raise awareness and to, to further the uh, the mission. But we're, we're a little ways off from that. I know those are priced by the, the second, I believe. Like, it's not by minute, it's by second. And the, the number's so large, I, I can't memorize it. It's it's something. But no, it's it's, a, it's, it's again, we're in 2022. Um, you know, we continue to grow our access network. Um, behind the scenes, we continue to work on our upcoming desktop release. That is moving along maybe a little slower than we hope but it's because ryan knows this the team is super invested in creating not just an accessible experience i mean we can all differentiate between a really awesome experience that's designed for screen reader users first and then you know everything else second that, that's our mindset how can we create something that is obvious easy efficient um and, and doesn't require a ton of you know screen reader dexterity like you know, using all the modes and all the forms. And I know Janine, you and Ryan have been testing. You can see that yeah. effort. And yeah. I just don't yet know how to communicate the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that are being put in because <laughs> I think um, I think we're proud of the, the effort we're putting in. And, and yeah. even though I, I know it won't be perfect, I know that it'll come out. I know many of you will be like, what'd you do that for? Why doesn't do this? We will also make it better. It's software, not hardware. So um, I think you are going to be so surprised, everyone, when you see it. I just... Uh, 
tried out a new build today and wow <laughs> wow um it's because it's be yeah because it's good. on the web and because it's accessible from your computer we'll still obviously have our mobile devices and our mobile apps mm -hmm. but now you have just another place you can access ira you won't need to log out of your mobile app you can log into both um and it's going to facilitate other things like sharing files and screen sharing but you can just use it like you might be using zoom right now i don't know like you might be at your computer you might be on your phone the point is you know we want to put ira in as many locations if you will as many form factors as you want to see them i know your favorite is glasses <laughs> uh you know I, before anyone asks when there's coming glasses you know the focus right now is desktop underlying this whole thing is an sdk you know glasses are something that we are designing for i just don't have a hardware platform that i can point to it's going to be over there and i can't say it's going to be in six months or 12 months but you have my commitment that when it is feasible meaning you know it's affordable and it doesn't require um you know uh, unusual acts of engineering to get it to work uh we're gonna we're gonna create that experience you so that's what i'm excited about janine you heard it here first folks get excited and you will be just a little bit of a preview there let me just adjust there we go um you will be seeing us at the national conventions this summer we will be at acb in omaha Ooh, to eat some omaha steak and then we will be at NFB in Nolan. See, I said it right, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Troy's Troy's gone back to the home the the home base. Uh, probably we will see him in Nolan's, and uh, so we will be there to talk Ira for desktop and probably a few other things as well, like Ira in your workplace and how you can make that happen. And what a great transition, because we have some new access partners. I'll tell you about a cool museum one first, and then we'll get into the big news, because this is huge. So, Sandy, we have a new museum, and it is the Natural History Museum of Utah. We do, we do. So, the Natural History Museum of Utah has just joined our access partner family, and they have incredible collections and research in a bunch of areas. I will name a few. Paleontology, anthropology, entomology, all the ologies, mineralogy, botany, and don't leave out vertebrate zoology. And that's certainly not the full list. They're really interesting. So the physical museum is an access partner as well as online. So I would encourage you to explore. For me, one of the things that makes them interesting is clearly they're an institution of science and they, as controversial as a theory of evolution can be, consider it the unifying concept for all of the biological sciences and welcome the lively debate about the process of evolutionary change. So they're, uh, they're right in the thick of it. Really, really interesting. Uh, so check it out in the app. You'll find them under promotions and you'll also find them under locations. So visit them online or on site. Yep. So you can do both as with uh, all of our museums, you can take a look at their online content, which is if you've got those extra minutes left at the end of the month and you're thinking, what am I going to do with these? I hate to have them hanging out. We have so many museums, folks, that you can take a dive into. And the Natural History Museum of Utah is one of them. 
But the huge news, Sandy, is for our explorers who live in Texas and our clients of or customers of the Texas Workforce Commission. Let's let's talk about this because this is we saw Connecticut and we said, what state's going to be next? That's right. So maybe tonight's the night that we th throw down the gauntlet and say who out there will bring bring the third state uh, mm -hmm. or help us bring the third state in. But uh, Texas, so the Texas Workforce Commission, so Texas's, I guess that's the possessive of Texas, uh, the Vocational and Rehabilitation Services in Texas is known as the Texas Workforce Commission, actually joined us back in November. And we're only talking about it now uh, because they've had certainly not a slow road back uh, from the pandemic, but um, uh, methodically brought all of their different sites across the state. And as you all know, Texas is a huge place, methodically brought all of their physical sites back online. So now all are open, up and running. So there are 132 Ooh. VR offices that are IRA access locations all over the great state of Texas. So when their customers, visitors, or guests are on site, they have access to IRA. And as customers and employees, they have an opportunity to work with your or their contact to actually get an account set up. And they've got a couple of different models and programs. Clearly, based on them being vocational rehabilitation, they're all about finding, uh, fulfilling and appropriate work, being successful and advancing in that same work, and couldn't be uh, more delighted about bringing IRA as a productivity tool to that mission. So if you're in Texas, uh, get in touch with your contact at the local VR, again, 132 offices. And if you're not in Texas and you like the way this sounds, call your uh, state's uh, Department of Vocational Rehabilitative Services, find out who we ought to talk to and make an introduction because we would love to have that conversation. Absolutely. <clears throat> Pardon me. Absolutely. And we have found in working with uh, the folks in Connecticut and the folks in Texas, that it really helps to have a champion inside the organization. And we've had those in both states, somebody who really believes in IRA, who is on the inside and can really just push things to the end. Because some um, getting the Texas Workforce Commission on board, it took a while, but it's really paying off. Um, they do have two plans. They have a six month plan and a one year plan. And to have access to those as an employee, you will talk to the folks in HR, etc., about that. And as a customer, you will talk to your client, your case, or I'm sorry, your counselor, your case manager, uh, your contact there at TWC. So congratulations, Texans. Woo. Yeah. And with that, guess what? It's open phones. <laughs> Old radio term, but we're going to call them headphones for Zoom. So um, we will open it up to you all for questioning, uh, questions, etc. So throw up your hands. And all right. Let's see. So, what we got here? Let's see who we've got. We have oh. a question on YouTube, um, actually, from Excellent. Remington. 
Remington says, are you, are you going to work with the North Carolina Museum of History and Science? I have been to that museum, Remington. I love that museum. It is awesome. And uh, we would love to, if you have a contact there, um, particularly an ADA coordinator or somebody that deals with accessibility there, um, give them a shout because that is an amazing museum. Um, absolutely loved my trip there. So yes, and you can send that to support at ira.io. And certainly we are going to, there is a museum national event, I believe this fall that we're gonna be doing some publicity at to try to get more museums to sign on. But that's a great museum. Thank you for shouting them out. And Janine, I, I don't know what's going on today, but we have no wow. hands. Everybody's so quiet. I don't. I think they're all worn out from you know. You got the Super Bowl and then Valentine's Day. That's like a double, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh we, wait, we, here <laughs> comes a hand. All right, there excellent. We got Jerry. So here all comes right. Jerry. Hello, Jerry. All right. Maybe. Good evening, everybody. There we go. Hey, Jerry. My, my question really is mostly to Ryan, but also to Troy. Or Ryan, I sent you an email a couple of weeks ago, right about the time your your announcement was made about your transition. I don't know if you saw it, or uh, it's about something called ARX Vision. Um, it's a it hasn't come out yet, and right now it's only available in Android. But it is a, it looks, from what I gather, it looks like a pair of Trex Aftershocks headphones with buttons and voice command. And you attach it to your phone with a cable like you did your Horizon glasses. And it's, it's kind of like Envision for half the price. And I'm yeah, wondering, I, and, and it has cameras, these I headphones. Show that one over to our CTO. Troy, did we? You so know, wait, hang on. Um, I just repeat that again, Jerry. I just can't. I'm so curious. Okay. There is a there is a, a thing come a device coming out called AR ARX Vision, and I heard about AR it on the blind. X Vision. Okay. Vision. I right. sent it to Troy. I mean, I sent it to uh, Ryan as he was transitioning, and I also sent a thing to Helena because we were talking about it in the active coaches meeting. And it, they're bone conduction headphones. Yeah, gotcha. I see. And it. they have buttons. And they have voice command, and they do kind of like what Envision does. They connect to your your Android yeah. phone with a cable, so there's no batteries. There's and and they have cameras. And I'm I said to myself, they have the price of Envision glasses. Yeah, yeah, they and look I'm, pretty interesting. I mean, they, I they said look I like wondered if be... the SDK could run on that, and if yeah. somebody yeah, might we'll want to approach them. Um, thank you for bringing that up. I I can know. send you the I can send you the web page, Troy, if you want. Yeah, yeah, sure, do after, that, please. All right, after the meeting or tomorrow morning for sure. Yeah, thank um, you. But it, it, I'm waiting. You know, That's exactly uh, that feels like kind of the form factor. Wow. We, uh, yeah, apparently it has it has different modes. You know, like like scanning a document and reading a text, and I think it yeah. even has like describe scene, and you can talk to your headphones. I mean, you can control them with your voice or they have a volume buttons on one side and three other buttons on the other side. I don't yeah. know what they are, but they have a cable and yeah. you plug them into your port on your phone. Nice. You know, on your, your US, your charging port where you charge your phone. Hey, you mentioned earlier, they're only for Android. I, I bet you they'll stay on the Android too. No, I, I think they yeah. said they're going to come out. Of, they're, they're hoping to bring out an Apple version or an I iOS would be version. surprised. I, I would be very surprised. I know because I of mean, the permissions. Yeah, that would be great if they did, but I mean, oh. I mean, you'd have to probably partner with Apple. And I don't know what they'd have to do, but yeah. um, I will send I will send Troy the the, uh, yeah. the web page. You, You're welcome, my pleasure. You can mute me now. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, Jerry. As always, a font of knowledge. Yeah. And uh, I had just listened to an article about another rather useful phone that we may be talking about, and it is called Real Sam Pocket. That's R-E-A-L-S-A-M. I've heard of that one too, yeah. Pocket. Yeah. And that is an Android-based system that is voice control as well. So um, it doesn't have a camera. It's just for your phone specifically. But that's another system which is fantastic because there's a big gap. I'm sure everybody knows somebody. Uh, I'm married to one who does not want to use a smartphone or is resisting or just can't wrap their brain around the smartphone. And so the more of these things that come out that make it easier to use these devices, the better. So I'm kind of excited about that. Junior, so, I think you're, um, hmm? you talked to your husband. He said he's already smart. So uh, yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say this is, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need a phone. He's already brilliant, which I will, I will agree to. Um, however, <laughs> he does love his flip phone. So I believe he and Jerry have the same flip phone. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Two really smart guys who have the right idea. All right, we are going to hear from Anthony next. All right, hello, Anthony. Okay, good evening, there Janine. Oh, go. hello uh, there, sir. Good evening, Janine, and good evening, Troy. How are you, Paisan? It's good great. to talk to you. All right, all right. Uh, I noticed when I am on, and I recall that more often than not, team viewer or However, it works. I, I I don't know, but it it'll disconnect, and um, um, the agents are are very understanding about it, of course. And they tell me that uh, it's being addressed and being worked on. Um, do do you know? Because a lot of times there are sites that are not real accessible or forms mm -hmm. that are not accessible. And what happens is Apple will say, if it's a third party app or something like that, they, some of them may not get involved with it. Um, mm -hmm. Do you, are you, are you yeah. aware of this problem? Let me, let me ask a few questions. Uh, there yeah. are limitations, problems with, you know, all technology, et cetera. And sure. but team viewers, obviously a, core one of the core tools that we use at ira to do the screen sharing or remote remote desktop are you right trying to have are you, are you asking an agent to view your phone really quickly are you is it quick support or is it team viewer i don't like is know. it is it like are you trying to view your iphone screen or are you trying to yes view... yeah yeah there we go. Yeah. There we go. yeah yeah all right sorry about that I, <laughs> no, yeah no this worries. is a um and who is the other gentleman that's here? I'm sorry. That's Ryan Bishop. and, and this Ryan, is Ryan, I'm sorry, Ryan. You're Ryan, totally fine. Are you related to Jeff Bishop? I'm not, no, but I know oh. him and he's very awesome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. We he get is. that all the time, believe me. It's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Anthony, yeah. Here's, here's, the, here's the story on um, TeamViewer on, I think, at least an iPhone and Ryan as well as on the Android. Um, the, we, we've looked into this. The two apps end up competing for a resource on the device, and it's beyond our ability within the app to even control it. It's at a at a system level, and so it's the, the it's the challenging communication between three companies: TeamViewer, Ira, and Apple, to get to the cause. We believe we're all competing for 
you know, the camera at some level, we're all competing for other resources and right. something goes bump and it, and it drops. And so it's, it is technically true that we are quote working on it. Um, but I wouldn't hold out any near-term hope because the real unlock comes from being able to, um, get to the bottom of this between the three companies. And it's, it's been a little challenging to get them to prioritize the time on such a kind of a, a fundamental use case. Um, our SDK is being built in a different way. So ultimately when we release a new, and this is where I'm, you know, I'm talking six months or longer before we are here. Um, this is a use case that we we're implementing things differently. And so we're testing early to see if it overcomes that challenge. We also are likely to build native screen sharing into our Ira mobile app. So you won't even need to fire up team degree. We just literally hit a button. No team oh, no support needed, um, yeah. which will give us, which we know we can almost guarantee that will solve the use case, right? Like, so the, the, the reason you're using team viewers because the Ira mobile app has no capacity to, you know, broadcast the screen, if you will. Um, we're, we're going to build that into the app, but we're, we're probably a little farther. We're not probably, we're further out on that. The focus is desktop first SDK and then relaunching a, Ira app that is the new version with much more stuff. And then over time, sunsetting the uh, the legacy app, um, we won't do that overnight. You know, once you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to get like, that's we have plenty of time and we're not gonna do anything silly. Um, if you like the old app, like that thing's gonna be out there for a long time. Um, but we do expect to solve that specific problem with the new app because it's just, it's, it's just a, yeah, it's in the technical, bowels of the system and I can, and it's just hard to get us the three companies, sure. you know, to get together. Oh, yeah. I understand. I understand. What is the difference between team viewer and what was the other program? Quick support. Yeah. They're the same company. Um, quick support is just for the iPhone and Android and team oh. viewer itself. Uh, the desktop application is for the computer. Um, now the, the oh, desktop okay. application one will work. Uh, just fine with an agent, but when you get into mobile, that's where we started seeing the problem. Well, maybe that's why it's 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 disconnecting. Maybe yeah. I some workarounds that we've been able quick to see support. on this, and I don't know if Zoom still has the problem or not. Uh, I have seen some people be able to sh get on the uh, phone with an agent on Zoom and get. Uh, share their screen on on zoom and have the it, agents be able to see i sometimes that works sometimes sometimes it, it does but now it doesn't yep. uh, <laughs> unfortunately now it is not working i tried it the other day it's hmm. not working i can give you that one well thank you for for your allowing me to uh keep up with what's going on and ask questions oh, and uh, always all of you uh uh, stay safe, all of you, and take Absolutely. care. It's my pleasure to subscribe to Ivor. We're happy so to much, have you. Anthony. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. So we have a right. question from, let me get to my screen here, or from Winway. So Winway asks, please forgive my non-technical expertise, but if Ira is run through some web server, isn't it a little easier to implement such third-party solutions minus Apple restrictions to feed your video feed to agents? Or do the limitations of mobile platforms dictate what you are able to implement on the dev side? Does this question even make sense? 
first off, Winway, no fair saying you're not technical and then loading up on a question like that. Come on. <laughs> that was a great one, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's parse that down. Um, Ryan, let's see. I'll, I'll give you a shot at this one. I, I think I, I have to admit I wasn't fully tracking, but I, I got the essence. Maybe were you, were you tracking? <laughs> Firos runs for some web to implement such third-party solutions minus Apple restrictions to feed your video feed. So oh I get it. Yeah, I get what you're <laughs> so Winway, maybe this is simple. So on the phone today, there you just have one app. You have the IRA app and, and it's got the limitations we talked about for screen sharing, right? Like Cooper agrees. That's my dog. If you can <laughs> um, the uh, you're right. When the web experience comes out, you could run the web experience on your phone. So don't tell me you're not technical. That's brilliant. Yes. So you will be able to do that. Um, and in which case, you're right. It should just work um, and and not have an issue. Uh, and that's something we'll have to test out when we're there. Right. So yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm amazed. I, not not that I'm amazed by you, but like that's a very quick, um, a quick shortcut to a solution. Well, well, well thought out. But we don't have the web app. Just to be clear, right? It's it's an alpha right now. We're 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 carefully developing it um, to make sure it's fully accessible and delightful, and you know is is better than what we have today for mobile. You'll start noticing too that most apps nowadays are a lot. A lot more on the web app side of things too. I mean, so you know, I mean, look at Google Meet, look at all these other places that are doing these web apps or uh, applications that are built within web frameworks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're definitely onto something there, um, and I definitely do see uh, some improvements when the new 3.0 uh, infrastructure comes out, where we will see uh, some improvements here on the. Uh, I'm going to go try it right now. Right? <laughs> I can tell you that we have taken a lot of your suggestions from everybody over the past couple of years that we have reached out to, but who have also sent us suggestions. So keep them coming. You can send them to support at ira.io. Everyone gets read. Trust us. We have a Slack channel dedicated to them, which is, you know, a, a great way to keep up with and be sure that we have all of them documented. So um, keep sending us your suggestions. Anybody else, Ryan? Let's see here. And our folks out Let's on YouTube. Check on YouTube real quick. There. If you have any quickly. questions, feel free to oh. shout them Looking out. There. All right. Let's hear from Robert. Hello, Robert. Uh, and we got you. We can. Okay. There we are. Uh, this is just a question, and I'm not into marketing. If I marketed for anybody, they'd go broke. But uh, <laughs> I, I really think that I hope there's some way that Ira can do more to advertise. And Troy mentioned the expense of something like the Super Bowl, but there's lots of other opportunities. And I assume as a company, you can't do public service announcements. I don't I don't know enough about that to know for sure, but I assume that may be the case. But it would be so great to be able to reach. You know, you're pretty well known within the blind community, but there's a lot of blind people out there that really aren't connected. And would it be possible to partner with something like NFB, uh, NFB or ACB to produce, um, we'll call them commercials, public service announcements, or even get some of your big partners like Target or some of those folks to, to help 
promote uh, IRA. It would look good for a company, I think, to show that they're, uh, you know, <clears throat> concerned about the, the public and do things like IRA. So I, I was just wondering if there's anything like that on the table or out there in the possibilities. Well, I know exactly who you. Could I was talk just going to gonna say that. you were very um, lucky, I happen Robert. to know a girl who uh, who, a who leads girl? marketing who's on this call. Wait a minute. <laughs> a fantastic human being. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! I should. I, I well, I have been joining all of these calls. I was about to say I should join these more often, but I do come every month. I learn so, so much from all of you. So this is Sandra Marcus, uh, and I am responsible, not single-handedly, uh, with Troy and Janine and Ryan and many other people for marketing. And Robert, I don't think that companies would go broke if you were uh, in charge of their marketing because <laughs> you're, you're, you're onto something. Um, two comments. Uh, not necessarily in order of priority. I think they're equally important. The first is while um, NFB maintains some impartiality, right, about commercial offerings, I think for matters that are um, for social good, for the health and well being and welfare of the community, um, right, it speaks volumes that they decided to do something with us. And we certainly don't want to be in the business of always having to respond to something like a pandemic, but doing something with them, uh, again, that's good for the broad community um, is, it, it, we're open to it, they're open to it, and we'll have conversations like that with some of the other advocacy organizations. First thought. Um, and, and those are rare, right? There has to be a sort of a forcing function or a compelling event for something like that to make sense. The second is to do similar work, often referred to as co-marketing, with some of our significant access partners. And it's a little early to identify specifically um, which ones we'll be doing that with in 2022 and beyond. But we have started work to, um, in the business, we call it go-to-market. So, um, uh, digital presence, some interviews, some events, and maybe even some national coverage where we, um, theoretically speaking, stand side by side with uh, a brand name that you would know. Um, so you're, you're, right, you're right there on you know, ways to move the needle. Yep. Okay, thank you. I hope some of that works out. It's such a great service, and there's so many people that need it. And probably a lot of them don't even know that it exists yet. So, Absolutely. Particularly yes. older no, people. Yeah, I, you know what? I just want, um, I, I know I said two things, but I just want to not append, but just add another thought. And that is, um, you know about our service. Uh, the rest of the folks in the call tonight know about our service, many others, and you know find great value in it. Um, but, but more need to learn. And by doing this co-marketing with brands that are very, very, very well established, uh, we kind of get to use their megaphone a little bit. Or another <laughs> metaphor would be sure. would be to kind of you know catch their their tailwind. Um, so uh, using that to to make more people aware of us um, should be effective. Okay. Well, good luck. 
Well, thank you so much, Robert, for bringing this up and letting us update everybody. Um, look for look for some more Ira out there. In fact, we're doing a, a media interview tomorrow morning. Uh, and it's been sort of, you know, spots around the country that have heard about us through, I hate to, you know, say, as Sandy said, I hate it for it to be based on the pandemic, but they have heard about what we do and we're very interested. And so we're going to just grow that as we go forward. So Ryan, anybody else? I think we can probably take one more call here. I do not see anybody, Before but if anybody I... wants to put those hands up, we yeah, are I was going to say, we've got a few minutes and and Mar uh, Marcia yes it is a bit harder to get more agents now and we are I don't know Troy if you want to speak to that about uh, what we're doing to increase the agent uh, availability for folks sure I mean it's always uh, I think I may have talked about before and I'm always happy to talk about this one um, scheduling the right number of agents it's a little bit like weather forecasting I think we'd all agree weather for well at least in California Weather forecasting is pretty accurate, but you're using a lot of signals, historical and otherwise, to determine what the number of agents are needed at any given hour. And you know the patterns don't change dramatically. So, so one factor is can we accurately forecast the need? And then second, we always put in a buffer because you know, like you can't you can't guarantee you can't bet on the forecast. And then the third element is do we have enough agents to fill that need? Um, and so that's really a function of the hiring pool, how many people we've hired. Sometimes there's situational events that cause agents to be more scarce on a given hour or a given day. It's not a function of the pool. It's a function of like just some event, right? So oftentimes uh, maybe around a Mother's Day or something where a lot of folks, you know, want to spend with their family, we, 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 we do some things to make sure we have the, enough staffing but our biggest lever is having enough agents overall in what we call the pool. And so we go through periods of hiring and, um, and it's the period also starts well in anticipation of the need. So we also have to forecast hiring. And so it's all a big story to say at the moment, we are um, turning up the knob a little bit on, on hiring and, and other means to get folks into the seats so that, we have enough agents to answer calls. And it's literally one of the things I monitor personally along with our operations staff. Um, so when we see those gaps, know that it's not, it's not just here that we feel it, it's, you know, we, we see it in the data. And our commitment is to have enough agents, especially to answer, um, you know, the, uh, the access calls, because those are paid calls, um, as well as any uh, subscriber calls. Um, we do, and we talked about this, having a priority connect. Um, I talked about the rationale, but when agents are scarce, the priority goes to paid callers. Um, and we know those are temporary periods and may, may last 10 minutes, may last 15, 20 minutes, an hour. Um, and then once we're out of a, an, a period of scarcity or over, uh, you know, over demand, then, then the, the, the free calls can come in. And again, that's five minute free. The access calls are all paid for, so we consider those to be funded, um, and that allows us to kind of deliver the service and be sustainable. So I don't know if that answered the question, but it's a little bit of forecasting, a little bit of experience, and then you know we have our our, our levers and knobs to adjust in the day or the day before. 
Well, everyone, it is time for the Braille calendar. Yeah, here it is, holding it up. And our next call will be on March 16th. It's amazing how March and February, the dates and days of the week, exactly mirror each other, except in a leap year. So it will be March 16th. We will be back, and uh, Troy and company will be at CSUN still. I believe they're going to be wrapping up at about that time. But uh, who knows what we're going to have for you at that point in time. But we hope that you will be here. Tell all of your friends uh, to come and join us because who knows what kind of things are going to be happening between now and then at IRA. So for our esteemed crew here, Troy Atilio, our CEO, we have Sandy Marcus, our VP of Marketing, Ryan Bishop, our head of IT, and myself, Janine Stanley. Thank you for listening and take care. We will see you next month. Bye, see you all. Thanks. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, thank you.